Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week in your business. This week, I want to talk to you about uh, crafting your email signature. And let me tell you a quick story just to illustrate how important this is, how unexpectedly important this is. Uh, Just before uh, the holidays, I'm doing this podcast, by the way, uh, in mid-January, but just before the holidays, I had a client uh, give me a call. Actually, he was a new client. He had hired me for another project, and he had had called me, uh, and he said, Steve, I noticed that you also do case studies, that you also plan and interview the customer and write customer success stories. I didn't know that, he said. Uh, we'd be interested in talking to you about doing a couple of customer case studies for us. And of course, I was thrilled. Uh, this is great. I had just finished a first-time project with the client. He's calling me back, uh, offering me more work. So that's always good news. But I asked him, as I always do, uh, how did you find out that I do case studies? And I expected him to say, well, I found out by visiting your website, or I saw an article you've written on it, or I noticed you teach a course on it, or some of the usual things. But he said, I noticed it in your email signature. In the email signature of an email you sent me, it said right there that one of your latest projects was a case study for a company. So that illustrates how important an email signature is in your email. It is a, um, uh, a, a great opportunity to, to build your brand and promote what you do over and over and over again every time you send an email to prospects and to clients and to other contacts that can help build your business. A lot of people don't even think much about their signature line in their email. They don't. They hardly give it a second thought. But I'm recommending in this podcast that you do give it a second thought. And I'm going to give you some practical tips and ideas that's going to help you craft an email signature line that could actually help build your business. Okay. And by the way, I want to give a shout out at this time to Norm Franklin, who recommended this as a podcast topic. So thank you very much, Norm, for recommending this uh, topic. I'm looking forward to getting into it. Now, what is an email signature? Of course, you know what that is. That's that little line that is often automatically inserted by your email program that uh, you know tells the recipient of your email who you are and gives your contact information. You've seen these before on, on, on emails. It's the email signature. And for most companies and most professionals, what they have there is they have their name, perhaps their business name, phone number, email, just the basic contact information in that area. And that's fine. Okay, that's really what it's for, essentially, is to have uh, like a little mini business card uh, that's attached at the bottom of your email. But your email signature can be so much more. It can be so much more powerful and useful to you if you craft it in a certain way. Think of it this way. How many emails do you send and reply to 
uh, for clients, uh, emails to prospects, to content, uh, uh, contacts, to other people that can help build your business. Probably dozens, if not hundreds, every single year. So each time you send an email, you have an opportunity to reinforce your your brand and remind uh, the people that you're emailing who you are and what you do and what makes you great. Okay, it's it's a it's a brand reinforcement uh, venue that a lot of B two B copywriters and writers simply ignore or don't pay much attention to. I recommend that you do pay attention to it. So let me give you some some tips and strategies on crafting your email signature. Now, here's what I do. My email signature, and I know it's a little bit difficult because you're listening to me, you can't, you can't see my email signature, but what my email signature uh, says is this. I have my name, and then below that I have my title, and, and I experiment with different titles, but my current title I'm using now is Marketing Consultant and Award-Winning Copywriter because I offer those two services. And I've won some awards for copywriting, so I use that as a brand building, credibility building thing in my email signature line. Then I have my phone number, my website address, and my email address. Now, as far as contact information, that's all I have in there. I want to keep the contact information very, very simple. I know a lot of people put a lot of more, more stuff in there. They put their, their business address in there. They put uh, links to their social media sites. I really don't think that's necessary. I recommend you keep the contact information very, very simple. Now, here's something that I do that makes a bit of a difference. A lot of people, when they bold or emphasize something in their email signature, they will bold their their own name or their business name. So if you are Jane Smith Copywriting, in your signature, email signature, you may have Jane Smith Copywriting bolded. You may even have it in a larger font. And then the rest of the information in plain text, such as your email address and phone number and things like that. I recommend that you don't do that. I recommend that you bold what you do, not your name. So in my email signature, I have Steve White in regular text, marketing consultant and award-winning copywriter in bold text, so it stands out, and then the rest of the information, phone number, email, and whatnot in plain text. So what? Now, why do I do that? Well, when people receive my email, they immediately get reminded about what I do. Okay, they know it's from me, so why bold my name, right? I want to reinforce with them what I do. So every time I send an email and that email signature gets inserted into every email I send, what, gets, what, gets, what stands out is what I do, marketing consultant and award-winning copywriter. And that's what I want to emphasize over and over and over and over again to everybody I contact by email. So they position me in their minds as, as that's what I do. Steve is the marketing consultant and award-winning copywriter. That's, that's what he does. And I want to emphasize that over and over and over again. So I bold it in that email signature area. Now, a lot of people try to insert uh, some kind of logo or graphic as part of their email signature. I recommend you don't do that because I've received lots of emails where that graphic got all 
twisted up or it, it didn't display well or it overlapped with the text or didn't display at all. And I got this other weird field that said, you know, uh, object not available or something like that. It just messes up that area. So use plain text. Uh, not plain text, but just ordinary text with no graphics in that email signature area. Putting a graphic in there is unnecessary, and I think uh, it it just uh, diverts attention away from the email signature itself, what you want to emphasize. So don't use any graphics at all. Just use plain text. So that covers the contact information that you have in your email signature, but we're not done yet. There's a lot, lots more you can do with your email signature to make it a real brand builder, business builder for you. And let me give you some suggestions. One thing you can do is you can add a brand statement or a tagline or a positioning statement of some, time, of some kind. My friend Gordon Graham, who's known in the business as that white paper guy, does that. In his email signature, he has the line, uh, this line, I'll read it to you. I help B2B companies tell their stories with crisp, compelling white papers. So he has that positioning statement inserted as part of his email signature. So every time he sends an email to anyone, he reinforces his positioning, what he does, what he's great at, what he's all about. And that builds his brand and builds awareness as to what he does. So you might want to consider doing that as inserting some sort of tagline or positioning statement or mini elevator pitch or something in there that that you uh, some message that you want to consistently get across over and over and over again to everyone that you contact. It can be very powerful. And let me give you another technique that I use that is really effective with email signatures. Um, just below my email signature, um, I'll insert, and I've tried different things. I'm going to give you some different ideas there. I, I'll insert some information about what I've done recently. Sometimes I'll have a line that says latest work, and then below it I'll have two or three uh, points or things that I've done. I might say latest work, and then below it I'll say compelling case study for a consulting firm. Below that, Website rewriting, rebranding for a printing company. Below that, sales page that booked a new seminar solid. And, you know, I'll have, I'll have a little section in there of latest work. And that can be very powerful because when a client or especially a prospect receives an email from you and they see this latest work that you've done for other companies, that just reinforces that you're the real deal, that, you are, that you're good at what you do, that you're and and tells them about the work that you're doing. Now here's the thing, you can customize this for each email. You don't have to uh, have the same email signature uh, with the same stuff at the bottom of the email signature in every single email. For every prospect or client, you can customize it. So if you're talking to, let's say you're you're talking to someone about an email campaign, okay. In your email signature to them, under the section where it says latest work, you can put a line in there about the latest email campaign that you wrote for a company. And that reinforces to that prospect that you're great at writing email campaigns, which is exactly what you're talking about with that prospect. Okay, it's a sales technique. It, it reinforces with the prospect that you're really good at what you do.
So you can add that just below your email signatures. So you have the contact information and then the line below, latest work, colon, and then below that, just a couple of bullet points of the latest work that you've done. Just short and sweet, uh, short sentences. Another thing you can do is you put latest articles or latest from your blog, and you can customize two or three article names that you've done in your blog or that you've written for somewhere else uh, that positions you as an expert at, at what you do. You know, if you've written a blog post called How to Write a Case Study That Wows Software Buyers, you can add that to your signature line. You can say latest article, how to write case studies that wow software buyers. And if you're talking to software marketing directors, I mean, that's just going to reinforce that you're really good at what you do and you're an expert at what you do. So you can add that to your uh, email signature. I know one person who, who has a line below her email signature and she starts off with specializing in colon, and then she adds two or three things that she specializes in. She might say websites, uh, brand names and taglines, and um, email campaigns or something like that. And she'll customize what she specializes in depending on who she's contacting and who she's responding to with her emails. Okay, she'll customize that, that section. She'll add something else. So obviously, if she's talking to someone about uh, rewriting their website content, and she'll add specializing in websites in that area. And th this is not, uh, and she's being honest. I mean, she specializes in four or five key areas. She doesn't write them all in her email signature line, but she uh, she just picks one or two uh, that is most relevant to the person that she's contacting by email. And she customizes her email signature lines. Her email signature area. It doesn't have to be static. You can customize it on a case-by-case -case basis very, very quickly uh, to, to make it as powerful and uh, persuasive as, as possible. So something to think about. So your email signature line, this doesn't have to be your contact information. You can add other information in there that reinforces your brand, that consistently reminds clients and prospects and others what you do that promotes your, your copywriting and writing business. Now, let me finish off by giving you just a few quick tips about email signatures that I've learned over the years that I want to pass on to you. Number one is always test your email signature in another email program. In other words, send an email with your email signature to yourself, but send it to yourself in another program. So if you use Outlook to send email on your computer, send it to your Gmail account or your Yahoo account or some other account. What you want to do is you want to see what your email signature looks like to the recipient. Okay, because sometimes uh, things can happen. Sometimes a your website doesn't hotlink because you know in some email programs you have to add a space after the a uh, a website URL in your signature in order for it to become hotlinked. Okay, so uh, you want to make sure that that it's clickable to the recipient. So these are just different things you want to test. You want to make sure your signature line looks right, looks good to a recipient. So test it send it to yourself, to another email account that you may have. Also, beware of the set and forget features of a lot of email programs. For example, in Gmail, you can set up your uh, signature line and then you f it's forgettable because it automatically inserts your, your email signature 
into every single email that you send. But here's the thing. When you're writing an email in Gmail, it doesn't show your signature when you're writing it. It appears automatically only when it's sent. So it's very easy to forget your signature because it's automatically inserted. You want to check your email signature regularly. You want to make updates to it. I know someone who changed their phone number, okay? But they set up their Gmail signature a year earlier and then forgot all about it. And that email signature in Gmail was inserting their email signature into all their emails with the incorrect phone number. Okay, it took some time before, before he was able to figure this out. So beware of the autopilot nature of a lot of emails that insert the email signature. Check it regularly so you know what it says, so you know everything works, so it's saying what you want it to say. Also, a lot of people, when they're creating their email signature, they'll shrink the font. They'll make the font size smaller than the regular message area in their email. And sometimes they'll even shade it. So you'll, have, you'll see an email signature that is uh, a lighter color or a lighter shade of gray, and it's a smaller font. Don't do that. I think that defeats the purpose. Uh, you, you want your email signature to stand out. You don't want it to kind of fade into the background, okay? Especially if you have some messaging in there that you want to get across, like what you do and, and some of this credibility and brand building stuff I just discussed earlier. So make sure that your email signature is the same font as the rest of the message in your email. Don't make it into a different or smaller font. And make sure it's the same shade. Don't make it into a lighter shade, okay? By the way, it's okay to add a color to your email, but just keep it the same size and shade. Also, have the same email signature across multiple devices. So let's say, for example, you're getting back to a client and you're away from your desk, so you return your client's email with your iPhone. Well, your iPhone, as you may know if you have an iPhone, has this default signature line that says, sent by my iPhone. <laughs> That's the signature. You can customize that. You don't have to have that in there. You can go into your iPhone or even your BlackBerry or other mobile device, and you can customize the email signature within your mobile device, within your phone. Okay, so you customize that so it's the same email signature as, as it is on your desktop or other email program, okay? You want, you want clients and customers to always be seeing a similar uh, email signature. And here's another thing to avoid. It's the last tip for you. And that is add a, add a signature to all your replies. A lot of um, email programs, including Gmail, will, uh, will, not, in, will not insert a, your signature into replies to emails unless you click a box that says that you want that done. Okay, so by default, it doesn't do it. You want your email signature in every email you send, even replies, even when you're going back and forth with a client, you still want that email signature in there every single time. So make sure you click that box in your email program that says to attach the email signature to replies as well as to all other emails. So that is some tips and ideas for crafting your email signature. More important than you think. And it's a great way to reinforce, continuously reinforce your brand, your message, what you do, what you're all about. 
So that's this week's B2B writing success. I hope you found it helpful. And would you do me a favor? If you have any questions or topic ideas, send me an email. I'm easy to get, I'm easy to reach. It's steve at steveslonwhite.com. You can reach me right there. And if you want to look at, uh, listen to past issues of this podcast, you can do so on iTunes or you can go directly to B2B Writing Success. That's B, the number 2B, writingsuccess.com. And you can listen to and read updates from all the podcast issues right there. Plus, there's a ton of other resources on B2B Writing Success that you should be accessing as well uh, if you want to succeed as a B2B copywriter or writer. So I'm Steve Slomwhite. Uh, That's it for this week, and have a great week with your B2B writing or copywriting business. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com. 